Welcome in, everyone. We are live. We're trying something new. We toyed doing this last year, and it just didn't work out. But we are trying it this year, live post-game shows. We are all on all the same channels that you listen to our normal um, No One Asked Us episodes. So thank you for jo- thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in. Get in the chat. Let us know what you think. What did you like? Uh, what didn't you like? Not going to be a lot of those tonight because it was a 103 to 65. Illini win tonight, Illinois over Monmouth. I'm Craig Show. That is Logan Lee across the screen. Um, Going to be a good one tonight. I know. I know. We toyed with the uh, idea of doing a halftime show instead of a post game show because this game was <laughs> over early. Uh, for those of us, uh, for those of you just joining for the first time, um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are Craig and Logan. We do a weekly weekly show. No one asked us. I'm sure most of you probably know that. Um, and we're starting to do these uh, post-game shows that are getting a lot of a lot of traction. So we want we want to hear from you. We want to know what you think. We want fans and people that watch the game to get involved, get in the chat, and give us something to talk about. What did you like? We might read your comments and all that stuff. So thank you again, once again, for joining. Follow us on our social media. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. All that good stuff. This will also be in podcast form for those that aren't watching live uh, that, that can go back and watch later. But, yes, Illinois wins. one. 03-65, entertaining game, fun to watch. Um, Logan, initial thoughts from you on this game. Anything other than um, nearly perfect? Yeah, I didn't learn shit. Um, <laughs> Not know, safe for so, word language five minutes um, in here. <laughs> so about 10 minutes into the game, I thought to myself, okay, Illinois is obviously playing really well, but this Monmouth team is really, really bad. Um, but I was kind of surprised to see that they are the best of the three teams we've played so far on Ken Palm, uh, which was like, okay, well, um, yeah, I mean, we didn't really learn anything. It's the same thing we've been seeing. We have, there's a, there's a absolute dominant score on this team. Terrence Shannon can do literally anything he wants with the basketball against some of these teams. Um, and there's some supporting pieces around that. We, we got a little bit of, um, you know, a different role, different players are stepping up in different games. I mean, Col- it was Coleman two, three, three games ago. Uh, Jay Neps had a game tonight. I mean, it, it's going to be a lot of that mix and match who, who's the hot hand, that type of thing. But other than that, didn't really learn a lot tonight. Uh, but you know, my biggest takeaway just to start this thing, they didn't lose because <laughs> there are several teams tonight ranked teams that did lose these type of games to far less opponents. So uh, to not only not lose, but to win by 40 or 38, um, that's a win to me. Obviously a win, but uh, it's a big win. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm glad you're happy, Logan. I'm, I'm glad you're happy. Let's run through the stats uh, as we start most of these shows. Are you not? Terrence, uh, yes, I'm ecstatic. Oh, uh, Terrence Shannon. 30 points, 9 of 14 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, all around fantastic game. Only played 23 minutes, which I think is huge because it's going to be a big weekend um, in Vegas for, for this team. Uh, only other score or two other scores in double figures. Jaden Epps had an outstanding game. Shot the ball great. 8 of 12 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3. And Dane Danger, 15 more points for him, 4 rebounds. For him, no one else in double figures. Melendez with nine, Meyer with three, Hawkins with six, Guy Clark with seven, Sincere Harris with six. Brandon Lee did score two points, also fouled out in eight minutes of play, and Ty Rogers with four points. 
Um, Illinois out rebounded thirty five, out rebounded Monmouth thirty five to twenty one. Um, three point shooting was a concern for the first two games. Illinois shot forty two point four percent tonight, uh, fourteen of thirty three from three. So all around a pretty good game. Uh, checking out our uh, next little segment here. Um, three keys uh, for the game tonight. First one was the uh, the quick start. Um, this team struggled with that uh, in the second game, particularly against Kansas City, and did not see that whatsoever tonight. They were up um, eight nothing in forty five seconds. They hit two threes. They started four of four from three, five of five from the field to start the game in the first four and a half minutes. Um, just a massive, massive key for this team tonight. And I don't know if you noticed it. Um, first play of the game, the first pass of the game went to Matthew Meyer to go make a play. Did you notice that? Yeah, they were he going found, through him. He every found Shannon in the corner for a three. Um, so I think tonight was a night that they wanted to get Matthew Meyer going. He played better. Um, still not what you want to see, but he did play a little bit better. Um, the the second key we have written down here is the energy. I just love, love, love everything I'm seeing from this team from an energy standpoint. I think th- if they come with this energy every game, they're going to be tough to beat by anybody. Like they can beat anybody if they even play hard. Because tonight yeah. they Illinois still had 18 turnovers tonight. If you have 18 turnovers against the average Division One team, you're probably going to lose. 18 turnovers, and you still win the game because you got up 62 shots. The other team only took 49. I love the energy and effort from this team through two games. It's it's nice to see um, just because we were so – this is what I was expecting. I was expecting this type of team, um, but it's it's nice to just actually see it in action because you know i i this weekend's gonna be tough and i'm just glad that they're getting some of these some of these guys going um building the confidence playing that well playing that hard um even against the teams like monmouth and teams like eastern illinois and kansas city um i mean if they can keep up that tenacity that we use the word we've used before um, on the defensive end, on the offensive end, I, there's a lot. There's a lot to love about this team. Um, yep. You know, we'll see how that holds up against better opponents. But um, to this point in the season, I love the energy, the tenacity on defense. Um, they're, I mean, they're going for it every single time down the floor. I mean, yeah. eventually, one of these days, sincere Harris is going to is going to <laughs> is he's going to jump over somebody, and the roof on that place is absolutely <laughs> going to come off. Did he try uh, it? Tonight? Happened, I didn't see it tonight. He well, there was he almost had a fast break uh that somebody the other guy got in the way of it. So um he's it's just I I just love it. I just love the energy this team has. Um the effort they're showing, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yep. Like it can win some games. Uh cuz I don't think many teams keep up with this team their energy and honestly, this was a concern of yours, the depth I think this team's pretty deep, <laughs> yeah. nine deep legitimately, and 10 once yeah. the goodie comes back. Um, and that energy that we were just talking about leads into key number three, the defense. I mean, they press pretty much the whole game. Right. Right? Like, they played that full-court press with Coleman up top yeah. for majority of the game, I feel like. 
yeah, especially the first half. I think they probably they did back down a little bit in the second half. But yeah, for the most for the most part, they were they're running that defense. And it looks a little different when Coleman's not on the floor. When he picked up his second foul, uh, they kind of had to change that up again a little bit. I think they were trying to run it with a little bit with Matthew Meyer at the top of that, and a little bit with um, oh somebody else was running there too. I don't remember Ty Rogers maybe. Um, so it's not quite as effective. I don't think when Coleman's not on the floor. Uh, but if he stays out of foul trouble, he'll be on the floor a lot. But when you pick up two fouls in the first 10 minutes like he did tonight, then you're obviously going to have to change some things up because Dane, Dane can't run that spot. So they're going to have to use somebody else to be able to do that. Yeah, um, 24 turnovers for Monmouth tonight. Illinois forced the Hawks into 24 turnovers and scored 30 points off of those 24 turnovers, um, 18 fast break points for Illinois um, tonight. They were 37 of 62 from the field for 60%, and I already touched on threes, 42% from there. They had um, how many turnovers at half? 16, maybe, turnovers at half for um, for the Hawks. So uh, defense, major key tonight. Again, this team was just a lot worse than I expected them to be. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. I expected a closer game than last Monday and Tuesday or Friday. Um, but that, that just did not happen. All right. Like I said, we are live here. Uh, we do have a handful of people in here. If you're in here, give us some thoughts. What did you think tonight? Um, what did you like? What didn't you like? Um, how are you feeling heading into this weekend? It's a huge weekend. UCLA on Friday and then either Virginia or Baylor on Sunday. So we do have one uh, comment already from Brian Crawford. Shout out, Brian. Can Big Ten level players stop TSJ? <laughs> Not when he's playing like he did tonight. <laughs> no, no. And I, I'll be honest, I don't know that there are many players in the Big Ten that can. Yeah. Um, some of them, some will. Um, you know, there will be teams that have guys that can get in front of them. Um, but no, if he if he plays like he does tonight, he is an absolute handful uh, for any defense. Um, he can get to the basket. He can shoot. Now, granted, tonight they were leaving a lot of guys wide open. Wide open. Um, a lot of those shots in the first half were absolutely wide open. Um, so he's not going to get that every night in the Big Ten. Um, I I know it's only three games and they're three games and it's not very good teams, but he looks to me like he's one of the five best players in this, this conference. Mm -hmm. And the other four are all six ten or taller. Right. Um, I mean, he, he might be the best, best wing in this, in the whole conference. Uh, yeah. Some, there will there'll be teams that can find ways to shut him down, but it, it's going to be few and far between. I think, I think he's Just that good. Thank of the favorites here in the 10 uh, Indiana Jackson Davis is not going to him. Maybe race Thompson no. guards him. Um, yeah. But I feel like he can get around race Thompson race is more of a big. Is that, am I right in that? I think he's more of yeah. a big, um, yeah. I don't, Iowa does not have anybody that can keep up with him. Uh, Michigan will probably have a freshman on him. Probably um, Howard's son will probably guard him or someone like that. Um, I, I'll take TSJ over a freshman any day. Mm -hmm. um, and I was impressed with Michigan State Friday night. Uh, their their game yeah. against Gonzaga. Against they, Gonzaga. They guarded yeah. well. Um, so they might have some people. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be tough to stop Terrence Shannon Jr. when he's shooting like he was tonight. 
if he's not shooting, you can sag off of him a little bit and and clog the paint up. But uh, if he's shooting like he did tonight, it's going to be very tough to stop Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, too bad he didn't come here out of high school and get we got four years of this. That would have been awesome. All right, um, would have been an electric factory of a team uh, if if he was here for <laughs> those other years. Who's your everyday guy of the game, Logan Lee? Well, I mean, it easy easy picks would obviously obviously be the guys that scored thirty and twenty points. Uh, I liked what I was seeing from RJ Melendez. Um, he was the guy that we've mentioned the past couple games. We haven't really seen much out of, um, and he showed up tonight. Got scored nine points, um, five rebounds, two assists, two steals. Uh, had a couple really nice plays in the first half uh, early on in the game. Uh, to to steal on it, get a steal on a fast break. I think or there was a couple different things that I just right off the bat, like within the first few minutes, that was one of the first things I wrote down was RJ Melendez. Um, he's you know I was not necessarily worried, um, but we just haven't seen much out of him uh, these first couple games, and he was one that I was kind of high on this off season um, as somebody that could really take that you know that sophomore leap. Um, and we hadn't really seen it yet. And not that tonight's performance was an indication that he's going to make a huge leap, but um, this team is full of guys that can do a lot of different things. And he is one of them. And when he, you know, is contributing like he was tonight, um, you know, as I said, almost, almost double figures and points. And then to fill up the stat sheet with those, with those other numbers too, I had a couple turnovers, but um, I, I liked what I was seeing out of him. So I was, I was really happy to see that. Um just that he was able to, you know, contribute a little bit more tonight than he has the first two games. Can I take a cop out here? If one I'm of us gonna... has to take Shannon, right? <laughs> or Jay Nett. <laughs> I won't, though. It's too easy. Uh, I'll stick with Sky Clark. I thought he was going to have an outstanding game in the first half because he had five points and five assists with, like, six minutes left in the first half. Didn't do much in the box score after that. Um, but he did end with a, a 30 plus minus, a plus 30 plus minus, six assists and seven points. So he had a pretty good game um, on his efficiency, which I talked about in our um, in our weekly show yesterday. I talked about these analytics that they've got on the stat broadcast. Uh, efficiency is basically all the good things you did minus the bad things. It's points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks minus missed shots and turnovers. And he was third, fourth on the team. Um, inefficiency. Your guy Melendez was th- was uh, right above him at 13. Um, Sky's efficiency was 12. So pretty good game for Sky. Um, and that move, uh, the layup he made in the first half, where he drove and just muscled his way through. That he needs to do. He needs to get to the rim, and he's so explosive. And I, I'm very confident in the this team when with the ball in his hands and him running the point still. Neither him. And I kind of we talking to talk. I kind of talked about this on Friday, but neither him nor Jaden Epps look like freshmen. No, out there, um, and that's that's what you need. That I mean, that's why you play these early games against these type of opponents. They need they need to build up the confidence. These guys need to play together. Um, they're going to be on the floor together a lot. They don't look like freshmen. Now that will obviously shift. There will be plenty of freshman mistakes as we get into tougher competition, get to the heart of this season. But um, so far, I, especially Sky tonight, it just does not look like a freshman, and that's that's a nice thing to have. 
Um, Cause when you are running freshman point guards out there, you, you want to have some, you know, some, some confidence there that, that they're able to be mature enough to handle it. And so far the, the return is, is positive on both of those guys. I think the sky Clark Dane danger pick and roll in the first half was lethal. Absolutely. Lethal. About murdered a guy without even doing anything. <laughs> Didn't move. Didn't move. Took a guy's head off. Yeah. Not and then move. the next time he got called for a foul. Yeah, he eventually uh, got called. He, he did it a few times, and they didn't call anything. And yeah. then eventually he moved a little bit. And they whistled him for it. Looking more at the box score here, I just kind of anything that catches my eye. Um, minutes played here, I think, is important. Yeah, Ty Rogers with 28. Terrence Shannon played 23. And so did Jaden Epps. But we had Illinois had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys between 14 and 23 minutes. Eight guys between 14 and 23 minutes. So everyone's playing similar minutes. Um, we don't, it's not like in years past where your starters play 30 plus minutes. Trent Frazier plays 40 minutes in a game. Like because they have so many guys going and they're running and full, full court pressing, um, you're going to see nine guys routinely play 15 plus minutes, and you saw that tonight. And I think that says a lot about this team early in the season. Um, that and I know it was a blowout. It was a 40 point game, so you can you can uh, you can uh, you're able to play these guys more. But um, I said earlier we were concerned about depth going in. I just I don't think that's an issue. I, I think through three games. I know the competition's terrible, like we haven't played anybody, but that's probably a good thing because you're getting these guys' confidence, which I yeah. thought might be a big thing for Matthew Meyer tonight. I thought he might play 25-plus minutes and some scrub time to see some shots fall and, and stuff like that, but he only played he played 20, 20 minutes, and he only had five points. Um, so he's he's still struggling. You need, need to get him. I, Maybe he has a coming-out party against Baylor this weekend. I don't know what's going on there. I, I don't I don't know. I'm Underwood not sure said what, on Friday he's got a guard. He's not playing yeah. good defense. And that that certainly will play into it, but he's not doing much. <laughs> yeah. Um the good and the bad. Um a lot of good. <laughs> a lot of good. But what's your one good here? I mean, I like that they're spreading the love. I mean, I know we kind of talked about it, you kind of touched on the minutes here. Ten different guys scored uh for the Illini tonight. Um Everybody except for Paxton Warden and Connor Servin, I think, got into the got to the point column. Um, and you still had a guy score thirty, another guy another guy score twenty, another guy score fifteen. But everybody else was was pretty spread, uh, you know, throughout the point total at least. So um, as as we just talked about, I mean, that's kind of the nice thing about these early games is you can kind of get those confidence up, get the guys' confidence up, and especially the freshmen playing together. So you know, getting getting those type of minutes, getting um, Brandon Lee minutes. Love that he fouled out. Love that he fouled out. I don't know why he <laughs> needed to foul out, but I love that he did in eight minutes. Um, I mean, it wasn't quite uh, a trillion. It was far from a trillion, but that would have to make Mark Titus proud. Um, yeah, I just, I love that they were, you know, spreading, spreading the love around a little bit. Um, I was really hoping Terrence Shannon would go for 50. I was really yeah. hoping he would. Uh, What's definitely the... slowed down in the second half, but oh, I wonder when the last time an Illinois player scored fifty. I know. Uh, uh, I was looking it up earlier. I don't. Paul hit forty. Paul yeah. hit forty-three. And Malcolm Hill was close to forty, I think, once too. Yeah. Kofi had thirty-eight. Yeah. 
Um, you don't have it written down here. What's your bad? I mean, it's the same thing you're going to talk about. It's it's the turnovers. It's sloppy. Um, yeah. I, there's still there's still some some flaws in how this team plays a little bit. They're still a little out of control at times. Um, there's still some errant passing. There's still some freshman mistakes. Uh, this stuff that will continue to be the case for a while. Um, eventually, they might clean some of it up, but. You know, they still had 18 turnovers tonight. And as you mentioned, they still won by 40. So um, it's it's a little sloppy still, but that's really the biggest negative I think you can find from this game other than the Matthew Meyer conundrum. I think that's probably the other big negative. Um, but got to cut down on that. I mean, Brad was still fired up about things, even though they were up whatever in that timeout. They love to show that. Yeah. Um, that was so, uh, that was interesting. He was, he was using it as a coaching moment. Yeah, as a apparently. Teaching moment. So apparently, uh, yeah. Uh, my good uh, was the quick start. I loved the quick start. Um, I think if this team can do that uh, routinely, it's going to be hard for teams to come back uh, on this team when they're playing and they have the ability to speed teams up. I think that's going to happen a lot. For Illinois, they're going to speed teams up and they're going to get them out of control. Um, I think we could see we could see a couple more games like this this season, where a hundred or ninety plus points to fifty or sixty, um, and it might even happen to a couple Big Ten teams. There are a couple Big Ten teams that I could see Illinois totally just taking out of their game and speeding them up and um, getting out to an early 10, 15 point lead and just never looking back. And that's something, too, that we haven't seen in the past. Illinois has yeah. had trouble stomping on people's throats. I think yeah. this team might be able to do that. They got some yeah. dogs. They got they some do. guys that don't want to quit. And I, I think tonight we saw a glimpse of what could happen a couple more times this season. Yeah, and I think that comes, too, from a, from a lot of the length and versatility that this team yeah. has. I mean, we've, we've just grown so accustomed to – having six foot six one guards and one post player um and like you can't you just you're just limited in what you're able to do defensively from that standpoint yeah Trent Frazier was a great defender mm-hmm. uh, but he couldn't guard anybody over six three um sufficiently you know so just the ability to not only play that good of defense and and as you talked about kind of you know shut teams down at the end or whatever just the ability to do some of those things and have the link to do that is going to go a long way with this team. Yep. Uh, my, yeah, my bad. The same as you, uh, the turnovers. Um, this is a young team. This is a team that uh, seven of the nine contributors on this team are new to the orange and blue Coleman Hawkins and RJ Melendez being the only two that um, are holdovers from last year's roster. So, I don't know whether it's the 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 young the young guys just transitioning to the college game or just gelling with each other and still not being on the same page when you think a guy's going to take a backdoor cut but then he pops back out and you throw it to the back door and he's not there. I don't know if it's communication or what, but um, what do we say? Eighteen turnovers. Yeah, that's just going to come with playing more, <laughs> playing together yeah. more, being on the court more. Um, Yep. You know, that's that's all that is. And that's stuff that will sort itself out eventually. Um, but you're going to run into that. It's early season stuff. It's, you know, 
these these are games you you're, you should win um and you did you won this one um very convincingly um yep. just gotta see how well it translates into a tougher competition because friday is a little more dif- different than what we saw tonight Yep, it's coming. It's coming. Again, um, we are live here uh, for a couple more minutes, not much longer. But for those of you that are watching, if you have any questions or comments, put them in the chat. We'll read them out loud. Uh, we'll leave a couple minutes here at the end to, to get to your questions or thoughts on the game tonight or what you want to see this weekend. Um, do you? I mean, everyone wants to see a 2-0 weekend. Would you be happy with a 1-1? Would you be okay with an 0-2 but two competitive losses? Um, what do you want to see this weekend from this team? Um, starting on Friday night, UCLA. Um, is this the 9.30, 8.30 Central? Yeah. 8.30 Central, 9.30 tip, which will probably get pushed back because it follows Baylor, Virginia, which no college basketball game ends in the window that they assume it's going to end. So it's going to be a very late night for those of us on the East Coast. Um, but yeah, uh, UCLA was playing tonight. Do we have an update? Uh, yeah, I was just looking at their... Up eighty-one to fifty. Also, I did not turn this game on once tonight, but the Commanders beat the Eagles. WTF? Did not even look at that. (laughs) Okay, there's a football game on tonight. Thirty-two twenty-one. Washington beats Philly. Uh, Yeah. Okay, eighty-one to fifty. Not close. I didn't think it would be. Um, What do they got scoring wise? This is going to be tough. I mean, I don't think UCLA is as good as. Uh, last year or the year they went to the national championship, but uh, they're still a top 10 team. They've got six guys in double figures. Uh, Jaime Jaquez is still there. Uh, Tiger Campbell, 11 points, seven assists. Uh, Miles Johnson is gone. Who is the other guy? Uh, Jaime Jaquez and Juzang, Johnny Juzang. Uh, He is not there. He went pro. Um, But Amari Bailey, I think is his name, a freshman. Very good freshman, 11 points, five assists tonight. So uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, touched on it uh, in our weekly show, but what, what do you think heading into the weekend after tonight? I know tonight we didn't learn a whole lot, but no. um, how are you feeling? I mean, I'm feeling all right. I, I really yeah. am. I, I really like what I'm seeing from this team. Um, I, I think there's, as we said, there's going to be a lot of growing pains along the way, um, and there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road, but I really like what I'm seeing from this team. It's it's different than what we've seen in the past, but they have a lot of weapons. There are a lot of guys that can that can score points on this team, and their length and versatility on the defensive end is going to be trouble for a lot of teams. Um, you know, I think the biggest issue they're going to have is when they go up against some of these Big Ten teams that have some of the best post players in the country. Yeah. And I don't know if that's something Illinois can stop. I don't yeah. know Day if Dane can can hang with Hunter Dickinson. I don't know. Coleman's your best shot there, and that's my biggest concern. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna run into some issue, I think, with those type of teams, but I think Illinois can really have their way with a lot of the middle tier and below. Big Ten teams and you know non Big Ten teams that they see, um, but I'm not sure that those teams are who they're going to see in Las Vegas. Uh, Texas is not one of those teams, um, so there's there's definitely going to be some bumps. I would love to see at least one win this weekend. Um, obviously, yeah. two would two would be fantastic, but I'm not counting on that. Um, yeah. I think just getting a win over somebody, whether that's against UCLA in the first game or one of the other teams on Sunday, uh, a win at of any shape, any shape and size. I would take 
one win, a combined one win from um, football or basketball. Uh, if basketball <laughs> goes 0-2, but football beats Michigan, I'll take that as well. Like, that's fine. That's a good thought. That's a very good thought. It's three big days for Atlanta Nation coming up. Um, I don't know win. if it's I don't know if it's still a thing with a couple of these media guys, but there were some that were talking about flying, going to Vegas, covering Friday, oh and flying to Detroit no. to cover football on Saturday, then back to Vegas on Sunday. Oh, I don't that know that that's awful. smart anymore with where the football team is at, but uh, this is a huge weekend for the Orange and Blue. Um, I, I'm somewhat aligning with you. Um, I'm I'm expecting an 0-2 weekend um, with with so many unknowns with this team still um, and facing who they're going to face, whoever it be on sad, on Sunday. I'm expecting an 0-2, but if they go 0-2 and lose two double digit games, I'll be a little upset. Um, I think they'll I think they'll be close. I think yeah. all games will be close. These are four good teams. This yeah. Vegas Continental Tire main event is a great field. Um, and it's going to be great for Illinois come March. So I'm, I'm happy that Illinois is going. I'm happy um, that we've seen what we've seen so far. And it hasn't, that these three games haven't been uh, eight to 10 point games. And instead they've been 30 point games, which they need to be. Um, so this weekend, I'm expecting 0 and 2. So anything better than that, I will take. And even if those 0-2 games are single-digit losses where Illinois has a chance at the under four of the at the last under four media timeout, I'll I will honestly be okay just because of the roster that this team has is completely new and this is the first test they faced. I agree. I'm with you. I don't think you can go into this weekend expecting wins. But if you can expect to play, I think that's that's where you need to be. Got your tickets yet? Flight booked? No. What hotel no. Are you staying at? No. No. Link? Uh, Bellagio. The link. It was nice. Bellagio. Speaking of Vegas, Garth Brooks residency starts next year. Oh, get, got your tickets for that? It's tempting. It's so tempting. Taylor Swift right. tickets go on sale soon. And I, I mean, I would have. I would go see her, but it would need to be like ticket would be need to be like less than fifty dollars. I'm not spending any more That's than that. That's not happening. <laughs> no, okay. No um, no more questions in the chat, so no one wants to talk to us because no one asked us to do this. But um, we will uh, we'll see you this weekend, uh, I'm assuming. I don't know that we'll have one on Friday. It's going to be late. I don't know that either of us will want to stay up for that. But uh, we will probably be here Sunday. I would assume we'll be here Sunday, and then we'll go back to our normally regular scheduled uh, Monday recordings of our weekly show where we can talk more about everything that we had this weekend. Anything else from you, Mr. Logan Lee? No, no, it's just great to see you. Great to see Good you to see as you. always. You haven't had enough um, of me yet? I've seen a lot of you lately. I know. Getting a lot close. of you lately. <laughs> uh, no, no. You responded to my text messages today. I'm um, getting better. I'm learning. That's great. But no, that's hold great. on. Real... No one wants us to talk about our texting habits. We saw a comment on our YouTube. Do you, do you want to address the, the question you sent me today that has nothing to do with basketball? But do you want to address the Will Ferrell question? <laughs> <laughs> um we i mean let's let's save that for monday let's save that okay. for a normal show all right it's not okay. illini related um but who cares i will pose the question to the audience is will Ferrell currently overrated underrated or properly rated don't need an answer from you but just think about it just think about it and, and get back to me so 
Um, Illinois wins 103 to 65 over Monmouth, 3 0 on the season. Uh, impressive, impressive, impressive tonight. Nearly perfect. I would go. I would venture to say it was a nearly perfect basketball game from Illinois uh, tonight in Champaign. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This will be in podcast form for those of you that didn't catch it uh, live. I don't know why you're telling. I'm telling the live audience it's going to be a podcast, but whatever. Thanks for listening. I'm Craig. That's Logan. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.